Yeah. It's your boy MC. And I'm Asia. And today we're going to be hit, 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 hitting you with the brand new episode four of Love Nerds. So what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? <laughs> All right. So if you guys recall from a few episodes back, we covered anime tropes. So this time around, we're going to we're actually going to go through some gaming tropes by walking you through a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do something a little different today. You know what I mean? But um, we're still going to be covering the tropes. But I don't know. We just got a fun way to do it. Yeah. So join us on this little game walkthrough. That's right. <laughs> dun, dun. Oh, we don't have music. We we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> you you know it don't. I'm not going to go into why it doesn't, but you know it don't. Look, they, they'll, they'll understand. They'll understand. All right. So grab your controllers. Plus, start on the title screen, and let's get this game popping. Woo. And where do we always begin? The tutorial. Yeah. The overbearing, over-explaining, takes 20 minutes tutorial. Right. Now, I understand that, hey, I need to teach you how to play my game. I get that. But they, they, they dress it up to where it's like you've never played a video game ever in life. Right. You know what I mean? It's like... Move the left thumbstick to walk. Okay. Okay. Like I'm, I, I get it. <laughs> you know, or don't don't have it be a sequel to a game to where they're still teaching you the mechanics of the game, and this is like their fifteenth game in that series. <laughs> um, I know there's a good example for that one. Pokemon. Yeah, it's definitely not gonna say you've played them all. You played one. You played them all, but the mechanics are pretty much the same. And I get like, hey, Pokemon Shield might be someone's first Pokemon game, but a lot of us has been playing for a long time. You know yeah. what I mean? Some of us, not everybody, but a good portion of us have been playing since Red and Blue. You know, when the old man, when he passes out or whatever case may be, depending on what version you're playing, you know, they teach you how to play Pokemon. You go in the grass, you learn how to catch blah. blah, blah. Like. If we've been playing for that long, do we really still need to be shown in, in uh, Sword and Shield? That's a lot of S's, by the way. <laughs> How to catch them? Not to the extent that they do. Right. Like, of course, nothing wrong with a good refresher course. There's nothing wrong with, you know, X's to do this, squares to do that, or whatever game you're playing. Right. Um, That's fine. But there's just no need for, like, like you said, um left analog stick is to walk and we're spending the next 30 seconds walking before we can go on to the next step of this not right. necessary a, a lot of games is like you kind of indirectly learn the buttons before they even pop up mm -hmm. um that happened to me on crash 4 there was a huge gap on there and i double jumped but I did it before the prompt popped up. It's just like, I know you press X and then you press X again. Mm. This ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, it may be someone's first rodeo, but it's just like, even if it's my first time playing, this isn't my first time playing a video game. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, we take you through the tutorial, you know, a nice little love nerds game. Great time. We <laughs> took about 40 seconds of your life away just to teach you the basic mechanics of every video game ever. And now it's time to create your character. Which will be the only character who knows how to do anything. So <laughs> be ready for that. Anything. Anything. Um, Pokemon is another good example. 
Why why is 10-year-old Yimseen the only person (laughs) had to do anything in this world? Right. It makes no sense. The... As if the world wasn't already on your shoulders. Right. No one else can help you with it, unfortunately, because you're the only competent one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Team Rocket took over Sil- uh, Sylph Corp, but only you could do it. Not the police. Not the police. Not <laughs> Erica, who is the gym leader. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Erica. Not Sabrina, who is the gym leader of Saffron City. No. No, it's all up to you, you know what I'm saying? Has to be me. <laughs> me and my 10-year-old self. And my level 16 freaking, I don't know, Weedle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> got to just dominate and take over Team uh, and uh, take, this, take the building back, sorry, from Team Rocket. It's a lot. It's a lot, right? <laughs> it's a lot. Okay, so you create your character, only competent person in the world. Nobody else knows left from right, up from down, whatever, whatever, right? So now it's time for you to head over to your first quest. And, um... Asia will give you these very, very, very specific instructions on how you know when you're at your quest. So you're walking amongst the, the woods or whatever you're, or wherever you're at, and you see a bold, vivid, glowing spot, and no, nothing else is glowing, and you're just uh, compelled to go there. And that's your first quest. <laughs> <laughs> Forest is crazy. Hope like three million trees, but this is one tree. Everything is glowing. The leaves is sparkling. It's just like, hmm, I wonder why. You know what? I think that's where my first quest was. Right, be. right. Everything else is kind of dark, but that tree trunk there, that with the little <laughs> hole in it, I think that's the one. And that's one of them games to where it's like every game ever. Mm-hmm. There's no specific um, example for that. Every game has the glowing tree or the um assassin's creed does too like if you're in a city Mm. the door glows so that's how you know that's the door that you need to go to to start the next mission um that's actually a meme in itself like there's a there's a cat sitting under um sitting under a, a light a town light and it's like on a dark alley and it's like I get. I think he has a quest for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely a thing. It has, it has to be a thing. Right. It's it's every game ever. Mm-hmm. It really is. So you talk to this character, right? You know, you know, especially at the beginning of the game, you know they're sending you on a fetch quest. Yeah. It's it's not like your mission is that important. You just got to save the city from being taken over or save the town from being destroyed. But yes, sir, how can I help you? <laughs> you want me to get how many sticks to help you create this fire? Right. Or you need how many? You lost your 12 chickens and you need me to help you find them. Right. Sure. Ta- let me let me step away from saving the world to help you find your chickens. And then they have the nerve to be like, I've been looking everywhere for them. No, you've been standing <laughs> in the same spot with your glowy ass pants. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for me to do it. Right. How you been looking when you've been in the same spot with your with your glowy pants waiting for me? Yeah, nice try. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I can see the effort. This is why you haven't found your chickens because you ain't put no damn effort into it. For real. And say, and okay, you know what? We put all of that aside. Right. And we found his precious chickens and his sticks and stones and everything. And he was nice enough to give us something for it. Okay. What did he give us? He either gave us um, an item that you can trade with another NPC to get the next <laughs> item. Very irritating. Or some type of weapon. Awesome. Because you know what? All of my weapons that I have so far 
we're kind of trash. Right. This one's, you know, pretty hard. It's sorry, it's average. And yeah. right now I'm trash, and this is a little above me, so this works. Yes. Great. So we take it out to the field. We tested it on these little weak enemies, and it breaks. <sighs> Great. <laughs> Weapon deterioration. I hate it. I can't stand it. You know who's great for that? Can I take a guess? Go ahead. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah it's oh. fantastic. <laughs> I love having to be swarmed by enemies and all of my all of my weapons, my pitchfork, my broom, my my stick, my sword are all in the red. And yet I have to be able to take all of them out. And my check like when I die and my checkpoint to go back, I'm still stuck with all of those weapons. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> like when I okay, when I first started playing Breath of the Wild and it happened, I thought it was cool. I was like, oh snap, okay. My uh my my slingshot broke. Okay, my stick broke. Like the broom broke. I was like, okay, cool. I get it. But maybe twenty minutes later, I'm like, this is extremely irritating. <laughs> I don't have time for this. And then like the little freaking like the, the plaza swords or whatever, mm-hmm. which are super cool, they break too. And, and you know what? What gets me is it's always the items that are not supposed to break. They're right. supposed to be quote unquote legendary, uncommon, rare finds. So why are you breaking like any other common <laughs> weapon? This is dumb. Um, some games do it right. Um, I know like when you're playing like a zombie game and let's say you have a two by four with like nails in it, mm-hmm. they'll have the bar at the bottom. And then when it's supposed to break, it doesn't break. It just gets stuck in the zombie. That's a good way to do it. That's that's fine. That's um, quote unquote realistic. Right, right, <laughs> right. But not like you know, I'm playing Breath of the Wild, like you said. I'm fighting the weird half grass machine thing <laughs> that shoots freaking lasers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just go to hit it, and then psh, <laughs> great. Then I'm out there with a freaking pot lid, just trying <laughs> to <laughs> playing tennis with him, just trying to like freaking survive. Another game that's good for that is Minecraft. Mm -hmm. And what irritates me even more about it is that even though there's an iron sword, which is the weaker one, and there's a diamond sword, which is is the stronger one. It's definitely evolved a lot more now, but it's a lot stronger than an iron sword. The only difference between them is that you can get more hits out of one of them compared to the other. If I have diamond armor and I, if I have a diamond sword, I'm going to need those to just, they're going to have to rock through. This can't, this can't be breaking. I worked too hard to get that diamond sword for it to go, poof, no, get back here. <laughs> uh, first of all, diamond sword, rock through. I see what you did there. <laughs> you like that? Keeping the rhymes at a mineral. Oop, minimum. Oh, oh <laughs> We're playing a game, not making a song. <laughs> but um, okay. So do your diamond? Do they break too? They do. That's that's some BS. They do. <laughs> and I mean, at the time, like I said, Minecraft's come a long way. But at the time, diamond was the the top. You couldn't right. go any further. So when I had my diamond sword, it's like, all right, all these little zombies, all these little skeletons. It's a done deal now because, oh. <laughs> Run! <laughs> and I know you was on your way talking mad shit. Oh yeah, yeah, I was ready. Like, <laughs> they not ready for me. <laughs> oh, I got a whole swarm. Let's go. They spawning from this box. No problem. My sword broke. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Guys, I am so sorry. Can we just talk about this? You know, right? I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I mean, y'all cool. <laughs> I, I just got lost. 
Yo, definitely, definitely. And then um, even with uh, something not as action-y as um, Animal Crossing, same thing, right? Yeah. Um, if you're digging, if you're um, mining, well, mining. Could you say mining? If you have an axe, if you're cutting down trees, you're in the middle of doing that, it could be your, it takes three swings to cut down a tree. So one, two, poof. <laughs> Great. <laughs> fantastic couldn't even let me at least finish chopping down the tree right so and the, the difference with that is they don't even tell you that it's about to that it's done it just disappears oh snap oh so, that's kind of whack there's no like health bar or no nothing? there's like there's no saying like oh this is a fully you know this is a a good weapon oh now it's wearing down none of that it's just like all right i i don't know how many hits i've had so far but it's going to break eventually. Oh, that's whack. It, it really is. It really is. <laughs> um, I would just like to shout out Rockstar because I feel like um, Red Dead 2 had a beautiful take on it mm. on the simple fact that your guns never broke. They just, like, rusted. Or they started just getting, um, like, they're just used. You know what I mean? It was never, like, mid-gunfight, your gun just breaks. <laughs> you know? And then... Like, wear and tear, like, realistic wear and tear. I feel like they did an amazing job on keeping it like that. Mm-hmm. Or if you did stuff like you had your two pistols in your holster, but you, like, walked through a river. By the time you got out the river, your two pistols rusted. Mm. So it doesn't shoot as well because you didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, see, I like that idea. Right. I like and, that. And since they never broke, only thing you had to do was take some gun oil, you clean out your gun, and it's brand spanking new again. See, that's a more realistic approach to handling it. I'd be pissed if I'm like, pop, pop, and it, my gun just, psh, just shatters. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so let's just say back in our little field, we, um, we still have our weapons. <laughs> and... We're fight defeating these little these little um enemies, if you will. Right. Animals. Yes. And these animals just happen to be dropping items. Right. So every game ever. Yeah, pretty much. And they're they're usually your um your key animals, if you will, or your common animals. Yeah, you know, um spiders, rats, boars. Well, always the boars. Always the <laughs> I never realized how much boars were in games until me and you were speaking about it. Mm-hmm. And I just literally was just like, every game ever. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, especially if you're in the field somewhere, they're running around. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought of Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, like I said, every game ever. Mm-hmm. But even as recent as, that's a better way to say it, even okay. as recent as Ghost of Tsushima, it's like, yeah, there's, there's boars. Yeah, yeah. And they drop something, sometimes useful, sometimes... Um, only useful with other things. Right. But either way, it's an item of some sort. Right. So, okay. Kill a boar, right? If you kill a boar and the boar, you know, you take its fur, you could use it and turn it into a coat, blah, blah, blah. I get that, <laughs> right? But not in our game, not in every other game that ever exists on the planet Earth. You kill this boar, this boar has a torch. This boy has forty dollars <laughs> on him. <laughs> this this boy has a slingshot. It has gun. Um, it has guns on it. it has bullets. It got yeah. fire monkeys. Like, <laughs> why did this boy have so much on him? Yeah, this boy was packing. It must have had like a treasure chest. Swallowed the, a treasure chest along the way or something for it just to be <laughs> holding all of these random items. Um, there was uh, I was I was uh watching a video and they would say something along along the lines like um, well maybe the boar ate someone rich so that's why they have it (laughs) 
I'm like, that still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what, what? So I killed the boar, reach inside? No. No. I'm pretty sure that stuff is gone already anyway. Right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you be getting torches that are already lit and ready to go. <laughs> How's that happen? <laughs> why, why did this boar have more money than me? Right. But that's every video game ever. Mm-hmm. You know? So you fight the boars, the spiders, the rats, you level up. Life is good, right? Right. But let's say that you run into a boar that was a little bit stronger than the other boars that you've been fighting before. And let's say that you need to heal yourself. What is the first way you think you're going to heal yourself in our game? You're going to eat. Yes, definitely (laughs) going to eat. Somehow eating a turkey stops me from getting rabies from the freaking (laughs) rat I just fought. Look, and Zelda and those little, def- fighting those, whatever those things are, you lose a couple hearts. All right, let me get one of the meals that I made up the other night. Unpack one of those. That should be good. Should be good <laughs> to go. Um, even in GTA, right? Mm-hmm. San Andreas to be specific. I just got into a huge gunfight. Cops is chasing me. I'm bleeding all crazy. You know what? Let me go get a pizza. <laughs> I have my pizza. I'm good again health bar filled all the way back up and i'm going right back to my next gunfight thank you pizza shop oh my goodness i don't get it i i don't either um even as simple as minecraft you come running out of a cave from all these zombies that you went and fought you have half a half a heart left but guess what you made it back to your little house you happen to pick up a little um pick up a lamb steak along the way so just munch on that real quick and look at that. Feeling better, feeling brand new. <laughs> um, the South Park RPGs, eat some uh, cheesy poofs, uh, some burritos. You're good. Um, and it's always, too, another, like, trope within a trope. It's always, like, the little snacks and stuff. All of that gives you a little bit of health. But if you come across a chicken or a turkey or some type of, like, meat paws, Automatic rejuvenate, like all the way filled up. You're mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, I can't. I don't know why I I'm seeing like a um a fully cooked, ready to go turkey, or that idea. It reminds me of um Streets of Rage. Yes, three. ma'am. Four. 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 Yeah. For some reason, I'm just like, yeah, let me get that, and <laughs> I should be able to get through this here. <laughs> you knock over the garbage can, and at the <laughs> bottom of the garbage can is a fully cooked turkey. And somehow you eat that and you're good to go. Ready to go. Or a chicken. Oh, yeah. That's been sitting at the bottom of a trash can. I was going to say it sounds good, but now sitting at the bottom <laughs> of a trash can kind of. Untouched. <laughs> but somehow that's enough. And they even have the nerve to animate the little steam coming oh, off yeah, of it. yeah, right? <laughs> Get your little garbage chicken out my face, bro. I don't want none. But I'm dying, so anything looks good about right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that was more of like a uh, an older trope, you know? Now we're leading into the world of med kits. Yes, yes. Especially in shooters. Uh, yeah, tell, tell me about it. Don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. So you're telling me that uh, if I get shot, somehow I can wrap my arm and I'm better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I got shot in the head, though. <laughs> Clean shot, woo, right through the head. But let me kneel down real quick, wrap this arm up. Ooh, okay, head feeling better. Right, Um, The Last of Us 2. Oh, yeah. I thought of that right away. Um, Very good for that. Uh, Left for Dead, the Left for Dead series. Mm-hmm. Well, the last, of, last of Us One and Two, you know, yeah, zombie bit me. It's crazy. Let me just run. Let me get behind this little wall right here, and you hit a little. 
<laughs> Somehow I'm good to go. Right. You're all woozy. The screen is like, you know, fading out and everything. But let me just wrap my arm real quick. Everything's clear as day. <laughs> even um, even uh, in, in The Last of Us 2, like a seraphite hit me across the face with an axe. <laughs> but nope. Let me just wrap my arm. How can you even see what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm good to go. But they did, um, they did, they tried a little bit because like. If Ellie got hit with an arrow, Ellie would you have to take the arrow out of you. Yeah. And then you wrap the arm that you, you but you you wrap the right arm, mm-hmm. not the right arm. You wrap the correct arm. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I yes. did there? Right. <laughs> so it's like, all right, well, I get that. But it just still doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I got shot. Why am I wrapping my arm? <laughs> shot in the head. Right. Or, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> before i even there's no need to be logical about a game right so let me just not right <laughs> or and let's not let's not even you know let's not forget to let's just say <laughs> let's just say our love nerds game was a shooter mm-hmm. we just gotta hide behind a rock oh yeah right we don't even need to we don't even need to wrap our arm right behind a rock same same scenario the screen's about to go out there's blood splatter in the corners all right hold on let me hide behind this <sighs> All right, we, we're good. I just needed a breather. I'm good. I'm good, guys. I'm good. You walk into a room. You trip an alarm. It's like 30 soldiers come out. You're like, oh, shit. So you run back outside and just hide behind the door. All right. Then you go back in there. <laughs> Don't understand it. See, but I wouldn't, you wouldn't find me. Like, I would just stay behind the wall. If that's where, if that's where the health is, if that's where, if that's where I'm where good, the health is. Is, then I'm just going to stay there. <laughs> the, only, the only game that makes sense when they do it is Halo because it's a shield. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is get out of action. So like you hide behind that rock, your shield repowers, then you go back out. Okay. That makes sense. Outside of Halo, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Gunfight. Like, oh, you know what? Let me just crouch down, you know, get behind these uh, this shoulder length wall because, you know, it's not a tall wall. No, you just not. whoop. <laughs> and for some reason, your health is back up. And then next thing you know, you're right back in your gunfight. Yeah, it makes no sense. So now that you have defeated these enemies and you've healed in whichever way you've chosen, we have all three in this game, (laughs) now it's time to locate and go onward to our next part of the mission. How are we going to do that? All right. So I noticed on the map that uh, to get to the next mission, you got to reach the glowing tree on top of that mountain. It's a pretty tall mountain. Hmm. Trying to figure out how do I get to that glowing tree? You know what? Maybe these yellow ridges within the mountain range will help me know which ones I can climb. So that way I can get up to the top of that mountain. Ding, ding, ding. Every game <laughs> ever. It, it, maybe it's not the ridges. Maybe it's like um, a path of lights that you got to follow. Some, yeah. It's just something that's like, huh, I can either try to go down this dark path that leads to nowhere. Or I could follow this one that looks like it's perfectly illuminated for me. Right. And it's like they... They try different ways to do it, but at the end of the day, like, okay, like the lights, they're not technically the same thing, but I still put that in the color ledges category because that's what they're there for. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Horizon Zero Dawn is a huge participator in this troop. You know, you're just sitting there. It's a beautiful scene, beautiful horizon. Everything looks gorgeous. And it's just like, okay. I'm trying to figure out why every third ledge of this beautiful horizon is yellow. Let me climb on that. Mm -hmm. You know, the ropes are yellow. The ends of the rocks are yellow. Everything that you can interact with is yellow. Yeah. And it's helpful. It's helpful. It gets you where you need to go. So you're not like 
you know, aimlessly climbing or wonder why you can't climb or coming across stuff you don't need to be coming across. Right. Uh, Witcher 3, too. I think the the side of the uh, the side of the the, the rock mm-hmm. or cliff or whatever is like scaly. It's like gray. Mm-hmm. And you know, hey, I can climb up that. And um, Ghost of Tsushima has something very similar to that too. Ah, yes. Yeah, it's like um, it's like a reddish brown. That's how you know you could get to like, okay, well, all right, Jen, let's go that way. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the last four reddish brown ledges couldn't fail us. Let's try the fifth one. Right. Right. You, but you know, I mean, it's helpful. Yeah. But it it just kind of breaks the immersion of it all. Yeah. Like yeah. who's doing that? I don't know. Well, I mean, where do you find that in real life either? But Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Le- we use these ledges though right. to get to the top of the mountain where this glowing tree is as we always find our quest. Yes. And we come across our next mission. And not only does it involve a somewhere, it involves a someone. Right. You know we got that escort mission lined up for you guys. <laughs> Gotta have an escort missions, man. <laughs> I hate them. I am not a fan of them either. I hate them. And um, like you were saying, it's always somebody's daughter, mm-hmm. someone's wife, uh, a little brother, always something like that. And they can't fight. They can't protect themselves. They don't even know how to remove themselves from harm. Like, they literally cannot stay out of harm's way. No, no. Literally. Like, if there's a gunfight, they're standing right in the middle of it. And they're just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Help me. <laughs> Help me. I'm about to die. Move. Duck. <laughs> Hide behind something. Like, but of course, you got to remember, we're the only competent ones here. You're right. <laughs> You're right. They don't know, like, hey, if arrows are being shot at me, maybe I should move. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? It's like um, it's like the brother on Game of Thrones. Oh my god! When Ramsay was shooting at him, yeah. and he oh my <laughs> gosh, and he was just a straight line, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <sighs> that he him right there, he is a perfect example of every NPC that you have to escort in an escort <laughs> mission. You know, and we have. Resident Evil 4, everything with Ashley is one big-ass um, escort mission. Plague's Tale Innocence is an escort mission. Yeah, quite literally, from the very beginning. Right. Uh, the moments where you're Amicia by yourself, it's very few and far in between. Mm-hmm. But they're fun. Yeah, and you... Sorry, I'm getting too caught up. But just for example with that, you can't go without Hugo. Right. He's necessary for very small um small parts in this said mission so it's not like all right well look you're just gonna have to be on your own can't work like that still need them for something very important even though they are very irrelevant right and if you leave him alone for too long he goes amicia i'm scared and him yelling (laughs) attracts the soldiers over to you (laughs) great hugo shut up (laughs) we're in the middle of a war there's plague-infested rats everywhere. And we're on the run. Right. We really can't afford all of this yelling you're doing. I'm going to need you to calm down. But because, just because of how fragile you are, we're in this, we're in this situation. Right. And um, Ashley is just as bad <laughs> in uh, Resident Evil 4. Leon, help! Leon! Leon! Shush! No! <laughs> Shut up! Ugh. Shut up. 
And Ashley is getting kidnapped or abducted every, like, every time you turn around, you know? If she, because you could tell her, you could be like, stay, follow me. Like, you could tell her when and where to move, just like every other game ever. Mm. But she'll, like, if you tell her to stay somewhere, she'll stay somewhere. And let's just say I accidentally told her to stay in a doorway and two, like, infected people come through that door. She won't go, hey, I should move. She's going to go. Oh, but Leo told me to stay. And now she's being abducted. (laughs) Gosh. (sighs) But just like you said before, we are the only competent people on in this world. Yep. Every time. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, Assassin's Creed is good for that, too. They're not as dumb, but it's some type of escort mission. I got to take Benjamin Franklin here. I got to take George Washington there. I don't care that they're famous. I don't care (laughs) that they're celebrities. Had them walk their happy asses somewhere else. Oh Why I got to do it? I am an assassin. Okay? I have to kill people. Yeah, we, we understand that. But we heard that you helped my guy with the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my brother. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know that's how they do. Of course. Yeah, I, I heard you helped my brother with the chickens. So uh, can you take me to the farm so yeah. I can get some chickens? Jeez. <laughs> and mind you, as you take me to go get these chickens... If I'm even scratched, you got to do this mission again. <laughs> Don't let anything happen to you. Not a hair on my head is that can be out of place. <laughs> so for this particular escort mission, you're going to have to take the brother's daughter on the boat to go across the river where you're going to be taking to the insert castle name because it's always a castle. Always. To get to the boss. But, of course, that's not going to be easy because what are we going to run into? Barrels. And not just any barrels. Red barrels. And what do those red barrels stand for? Explosion. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't run. Of course, the boat is unstable, as always. (laughs) And the current just happens to be real crazy today. So you can't rock into any of these um, barrels or they explode. Y'all both die. And now you got to start back over. Right. And it's always it's never like, okay, based on the level of impact. Even if you tink, boom, <laughs> you are dead right. and you have to start over. Whack. You know? So let's say you get through these barrels, right? Awesome. Okay. Get through the barrels. And there's also some type of natural disaster in a body of water, too. We always got whirlpools. We got tornadoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cyclones. Mm-hmm. Something. So, miraculously, we get through the barrels, the whirlpools, and the cyclones, right? <laughs> Land on an island. It's always a remote island that no one's ever been to, you know? It's probably some type of rumor that it's cursed, you know? Jeez. Oh, so, you get over there. You get to the island. Life is great. And you see the castle because, like you said, it's always, always a, a castle. castle. So, you get to the castle, right? And as you get there, you, uh, somehow the boss knows that you've been on the way the whole time. And he sends... 60 bajillion minions at you. <laughs> so they're running, and you go, hey, them same red barrels that was in the water are also conveniently placed all over this island. Hey. So what am I going to do? What, what, what would you do in that situation? Well, I'm going to use the bow and arrow that the first guy gave me. Yes. And I'm going to shoot those barrels. And <laughs> now we've killed all 600 <laughs> minions with one barrel. Awesome, right? Every game ever. <laughs> ever. Um, Ghost of Tsushima irritated me the most. 
Because somehow your freaking sword, your, your sword, you slice the barrel and it goes, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, it's gunpowder in it. That's some serious range. So my steel sword <laughs> triggered an explosion. <laughs> what? Uh, talk about gaming logic, but. Every, every game. <laughs> every game ever. And then um, if you ever saw like, um, like Dorkly or College mm-hmm. Humor, you know, they'll 8-bit eight, they'll pixelate. They'll 8-bit animate, excuse me. The, the the enemies mm-hmm. and they'll be like yeah why are we just chilling around these red barrels they're known to explode <laughs> <laughs> it says caution explosion on the side of it but yeah here we are just all posted around them <laughs> this is what we do every game ever mm-hmm. every game ever right so you get through the exploding barrels the barrels that's been used as a hazard and the same barrels that you use to help clear this horde of enemies right mm-hmm. everything's good now, before we get to the boss door, you know we got to deal with pointless puzzles. Yeah, great. And we already know who's good for that. <laughs> Insert Legend of Zelda game title here. <laughs> Every time. Every time. As if we already didn't have to, like, physically battle. Now let's throw a little mental game in there for you, too. <laughs> a game within a game. I didn't ask for this. I already, I did, I got the, I got the chickens. I got the daughter here, and now you want me to play tic-tac-toe? This is out of hand. Let me get to the boss. This is what I'm here for. Yo, in the temple, you, your broken sword, the 12 chickens behind you, (laughs) (laughs) and the boss's daughter. All of you just ready to attack the next temple. (laughs) Sounds a hot mess. But now, how do I get through this? I don't want to use my brain. That's not what I'm here for. I hate puzzles. Well, they, they really set you up, too. And they don't they don't give you too much to work with. There's, like, a rolling ball, a maze, and, like, a hole on the other side. Right. With, like, a random, like, pendulum in the middle. Right. Okay, like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Or something about colors mm-hmm. or finding the password. That's always the thing, too. Oh, what's the password to get through this door? Oh, you got to go through the remaining 23-room mansion to find three words and then s- put them in up, but you got to put them in the correct order, too. Oh, jeez. And, and if you mess up one room... <laughs> <laughs> it restarts. Oh, gosh. And what, um, for every Zelda game ever, let's say you're in a dungeon, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say in the dungeon you got to get the boomerang, right? Yes. So you solve 10 puzzles, you get your boomerang. It's not like you get the boomerang and get the leave... After you get the boomerang, you got to solve 10 more puzzles with the boomerang mm-hmm. now to get out. Right. Like, let's test out that new item we just gave you <laughs> with 10 more puzzles. You ready? That's every <laughs> game ever, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you just found a brand new sword? Here's 600 enemies. But, which is going to break soon. Right. Great. I, I just want to go home. <laughs> All right. So, you get through the pointless puzzles, right? Yes. Everything's good. So let's say you get out and you uh, you get out the room, and there's a door. Finally. Right. You go through the door. Now, between the door that you're at and the boss's door, which is approximately two buildings away, <laughs> huge hallway, right? Mm-hmm. Huge hallway. For some reason, even though I killed in a total of maybe six thousand people so far, this next little area I cannot be detected. Because if you are. Game over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Insert 
forced stealth missions. Every game ever. <laughs> I can't stand them. Assassin's Creed pisses me off the most, too, because it's like, I'm an assassin. You know? Mm-hmm. I killed, like, I, if, if we're in a castle, we're always in a castle. I killed everybody outside. Why all of a sudden now that I changed scenarios, it's like, oh, I can't be caught now. Right. Right. We've we've already we've gotten this far now. Right. The um the 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 alarm has been triggered. So <laughs> do you see all the people I killed before I got in here? You think I'm worried about y'all? Just 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 look out the window. See what I did before I got in here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we did see and now we're on high alert for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's always too. Oh, the guards on the guards in this section's more alert, so you can't get through detected. Oh, but don't forget we gotta we can throw some rocks because <laughs> <laughs> throw some rocks, throw a coin, and you know, because they're not smart. No, you know? right. They just know that they're looking for somebody. Um Plague's Tale Innocence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throwing rocks, throwing pots. And it's like, what what was that? <laughs> Let me leave my post. Do a quick, you know, left, look to my left, look to my right, look up for just just because. I guess I'm hearing things. <laughs> I guess you are. Must have had some too much to drink last night. I, I guess you did. <laughs> guess it was just my imagination. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Can't stand that. Or Let's say you actually do kill someone, right? Mm-hmm. So you kill someone, and Soldier B finds Soldier A's body. They go, oh, they killed Johnny. All right, someone's here. So they get up. They look to the left. They look to the right. They grab their spear. It must have been my imagination. <laughs> what? <laughs> and goes right back to their same recycled computer programmed route that they've been walking the entire time. Sir, your your companion's dead, <laughs> and and yet we we just checked for traffic and we we left. Right. What is uh, okay? Um, some games try to do like better at it, like uh, The Last of Us, for example. Oh yeah, that was great. But even then, they'll just patrol. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's the same old like pattern, if you will. And it's just like we're walking up. We're walking down. We're walking up. We're walking down. All right. Them two trips back and forth, we couldn't find the killer. So let's stand back in the position we was in the first place. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, man, Johnny's dead. All right. Left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. All right. I'm going to go back to standing in front of the. Okay. Uh, well, Johnny's <laughs> dead. So. Right. All right. Johnny's dead. But um, I was told to guard the soda machine. So that's where I'm going to be at. <laughs> I don't <Great>. like. <laughs> Find Johnny's killer. What are you doing? Uh, we we tried. <laughs> <laughs> we looked. We checked. We went, looked left. We looked right. We even we even did a little up around the corner, see around the rock, and there was nothing. So right back to the soda machine I go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what else you want me to do? <laughs> I didn't even like Johnny like that. If I stay around here. I might be next, right? <laughs> <laughs> wrong place, wrong time for Johnny. <laughs> a rock. Bingo. What was that? Right. Right. Just resets. <laughs> Every game ever. Okay? So, you get through. You either threw your 600 rocks or you killed your brainless security guards. Because even the enemies aren't competent. Remember, just you. That's right. You get to the boss room. Right? Mm-hmm. The door is somehow always too big for the, the, the wall that it's on. You know? Mm-hmm. The wall stops here. 
but the door kind of like arcs <laughs> over. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you open the door, and it's always an empty room, nothing but space, maybe some pillars around it, you know, maybe a little spotlight. Then the boss comes up. Um, depending on if it's a realistic game or a fantasy, bosses have a speech that I don't really care about. <laughs> and other ones just kind of, you know what I mean? Just roll. And then automatically intimidating boss music. That wasn't intimidating, but... Okay. Things are getting intense. Things are getting crazy. Things are about to go off. First of all, I just want to say this sound system sounds amazing. How many speakers you got in here, bro? It's in the pillars. Oh, so on top of the pillars is the speakers. Yeah, that's ding, ding, ding. You got it. Okay, so like... Do you just have it programmed to when anyone walks in? Wait a minute. I'm here to fight, not to hear about <laughs> your music system here. But I mean, I'm confused. Mm. What if your assistant walks in? If your assistant walks in, they would go. Well, as you can see, the assistant is still looking for you. They, uh, they haven't left their post. Right. I, I'm surprised you even got in here. Right, right. And that's another thing, too. They're never, like, alarmed. They're just always, like. I've been waiting for you. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so, so if you've been waiting for me, why did you hire 600 goons <laughs> to guard your castle if you knew I was on the way? They just knew they were all trash. It was kind of like, he'll be here soon. It's just a matter of when. But why would you even put your men in harm's way like that? Uh, what, what else are they going to do? And, and how many people did you hire? A lot of questions here. <laughs> <laughs> you send 600 people to the beach, right? Mm. So cool. How do you have another 30 in the castle? Oh, yeah. They're, they're always ready. They're always ready. <laughs> I don't get it. So anyway, intimidating boss music goes off, right? Some of it's ca- actually kind of like kind of knock. You know what I mean? I'm mm. kind of like, hey, we in the vibes. You know what I'm saying? So everything's good. So how do you think we do damage to this intimidating boss? Well, they have a, a dead giveaway, mm-hmm. which is their, like, their weak spot. A very obvious weak spot. Yeah. Every game ever. <laughs> and it's red. Yes. Red. So if I'm sitting there and I'm fighting this big dragon with six mechanical arms <laughs> and it breathes fire and it has ice breath and it's just this crazy monstrosity <laughs> of a boss, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Its nose is red. <laughs> so if I just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I think I should use the bow and arrow that I got for exchanging the 12 chickens to shoot the red nose. Right? Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to do that, right? You want to take a wild guess how many times we got to hit that nose? Hmm. Is it one? No. Is it two? No. Is it three? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you always got to hit the boss three times. Mm-hmm. Always. And for some reason, too, you know it's not going to be, all right, cool. Pap, pap, pap. It's never that. No. Every time you hit the boss, his whole tactics change. <laughs> his whole game plan changes. And even those are tropes within itself. You know what I mean? Because let's say he's swinging a sword, right? He's swinging a sword. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. You hit the, you hit the nose the first time. Mm. All right, boom. He shakes off the hit because, you know, he got to shake off the hit. Now he's swinging two swords, you know? Mm-hmm. Hit the nose, right? Boom. Now it's time for that third time. 
Now he got more soldiers coming out. <laughs> there's a ring of fire behind it. There's ice sculptures falling on the ground. And there's needles coming from the opposite walls. Oh, my gosh. And you still have to shoot the, uh, the nose for the third time. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you just do it like the first time? Because he didn't think he would need to do all that. So he's an anime villain. (laughs) (laughs) Pulling out all the stops at the very end. It's like, wait a minute. I didn't think he would get this many hits in. So yeah, calls out, go, 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 get the minions, start the ring of fire. (laughs) (laughs) All all systems go. I need the ring of fire. I need the icicles. I need the closing walls. But we haven't even started. I don't care. Just get it going. (laughs) (laughs) If that was me, like, the the ring of fire is starting with my boss music, cause I don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. What? what <sighs> <laughs> okay, so, um, in between the hits, everything gets more difficult, and the obvious weak spots. Perfect example: Mario, Crash Bandicoot, any game with a boss fight ever. Yeah. Um, Cuphead. Oh man! As if that wasn't already like <laughs> crazy enough. The right. that's why you, that's how you knew when you were toward the end when it was kind of like you would try to get these hits in and then you have everything else flying at you and then there's the, these little glowy balls. Don't touch those because they might get you too. It was just a mess. Right. It was a mess. Right. So even though <laughs> you've conquered the boss, right? Mm-hmm. You did everything. Maybe a star pops out. Pew. A mask. Your your uh your only competent character does some type of celebratory dance. Yeah. Uh, insert Crash Bandicoot with the hips and everything. <laughs> we immediately take it to a cutscene. What happens in that cutscene, dear? Well, some way somehow you didn't actually win. <laughs> <laughs> How? How? My palms are sweaty. Almost broke my TV. It's 4 a.m. in the morning, and I finally beat the game. I did it. Nope. <laughs> Here's a cutscene showing me getting my ass beat. <laughs> I, I, was, I was there, and this is not what happened. <laughs> um, I thought of, well, there's multiple Resident Evils, but with Wesker, like, you're done with, you know, you're done the fight or whatever, and then he's just walking to the helicopter. And I'll catch you around next time. I just kicked your ass, man. What is going on here? In the fight, you were bleeding. In the fight, I cut your arm off. I ripped your tongue out. Like, I did mad, crazy (laughs) stuff. And then the next cutscene is, you got some guts, kid. What? (laughs) (laughs) Then the credits roll, and I'm supposed to feel like I did something? No. I didn't do anything. Tell them to get back here. (laughs) (laughs) But but wait. Like you said, I was there. I won. (laughs) I won. I cut the thing. The the chandelier fell on you. You were imprisoned. I got the celebratory right. music. You know? It went... It did all of that. <laughs> Immediate cutscene. You're no match for me. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then credits. Or we go back to where the game started. Credits. Boo. Swag. Every game ever. <laughs> so, being that we were just one of the many games, did you enjoy our little game? Did you have fun? Look, if you enjoyed our game, you enjoyed them all. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, because we just put all of them into one. So, you know, pick any game. This is probably all the, the meat and potatoes of them all. Right, seriously. And um, 
you know, like I said before, when we when we did a uh, part one of this, they just make games together that shouldn't tie together, tie together. Yeah. You know, the same elements that goes into a Crash Bandicoot game can go into a Halo game. Right. The same elements that's in Sonic is in Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they're not even the same lane. No. But these tropes just tie everything all together. Yeah. And I would say even though they can be a little annoying, they're actually pretty helpful from time to time because it's like they're you can look for them. You can right. look for them when you're stuck or when um or when things are getting a little confusing. It's like, you know what? In every other game, usually around this part, there should be some ledges, some colored ledges that I should be able to find, and that should lead me on my way. So that's what I'll look for. And with that type of um, gaming logic and prior knowledge, you should be able to get back on your merry way. Right. So um, especially for you know people who don't game as often, having those little tropes or having those little um, cliches or instances, hints almost, um show up they're they make it a little easier for you to get through the game yeah um i just thought of uh ghost of tsushima again there was like a hidden rose village and i cannot for the life of me figure out how to get there but i did notice like the torches Mm -hmm. and i went oh okay and i followed the tort the torches and it went through like a spiral join and then it opened up into the hidden rose village there we go yeah so like they're helpful yeah you know but it's just like (laughs) Can y'all switch it up a little bit? Right, right. If you're going to, and um, as I've mentioned in the last one, there's no problem using it, but change it. Like you just said, change it up. Make it a little more um, appealing. Make it a little more of a surprise. Right, unique, creative. Yeah, yeah. Put your own little you know, spin on it. Right, this is a fetch quest, but, and make that but exciting. Right. Pause. It's, except, oh, yeah, good. <laughs> oh, that was an amazing pause. That was Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Because I didn't catch that. I was about to keep talking. See? Good I, job. I'll be listening. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say, I don't think you could put a creative spin on escort missions. Just take them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all hate them. We all hate them. So, again, hopefully you enjoyed our little trope game. And now, of course, we have a little side quest for you. And <laughs> Yumsan is ranting about something. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, ranting, reviewing, you know, either way. He's got something to share, and it's pretty exciting, and hopefully you guys can relate and have a good time with it. Yeah, um, we're going to be talking about the new um, Pokemon DLC, Crown Tundra, that just came out last Thursday. So I will send you guys on your merry way, and you guys have a good time. Let's go. (laughs) Bye. What's going on, y'all? All All right, so today we about to dive into real quick about the... uh, Crown Tundra DLC for a Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, little disclaimer, I didn't get too far, so I can't give a full review on it, but I could talk about first impressions because that's pretty much um as much as I've got done so far. Um well actually, before we get into that, let's talk about the whole launch thing. You know, a lot of us was expecting it to be out midnight, three AM, you know, even as close as uh 10 10 a.m you know eastern time you know what i'm saying it didn't drop until 9 30 p.m eastern time and that bothered me you know a lot of us a lot of us older pokemon fans we have jobs you know what i mean either some of us wanted to play before we went to work or some of us 
wanted to play after we got home from work. And we can't afford to be up all night because we have work in the morning. You know what I mean? Luckily, I have a second shift job. But still, I wanted to get some in before I went to work. You know what I'm saying? So that was irritating. Twitter was in an uproar about that. But whatever. So, turned it on. Played it for a little bit. I landed to the uh, the Tundra. I did the, um, I fought the dude at the beginning. He beat me, but he got lucky because uh, Olive Armor, I didn't want to just breeze through it. And I was trying to figure out how to make it fun. And I saw on Facebook, like, hey, what I do is I only use the Pokemon that I caught on the island that makes the campaign better. I was like, all right, cool. So I decided to only bring one Pokemon with me to the Tundra. You know what I'm saying? And he had two. He beat me. Whatever. Screw him. He's not good. Um, he's highly annoying. I think his name is uh, Fioni or Peony. Peony, something like that. He's very annoying. Um, I see why his daughter ran away. Or, like, just not wanting to hang out with him. Because I didn't want to hang out with him either. Like, I was being very rude to him. He's like, well, would you want to come on the adventure? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, but do you think we can? I'm like, No. I'm not here for you. Like, it got to the point to where, like, I had to answer yes so the story could progress. I even tried to, like, walk past them to go through the gate, but I got stopped, and the daughter was like, yo, you're really not going to help me? I'm like, oh, all right, so I guess I have to. Um, I did a Dynamax adventure. That's really cool. I think doing that with friends would be amazing. You know what I mean? Only, only, did, only did the first one where you get the legendary at the end. I'm not going to say which legendary because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But that was cool. Like I said, that with three friends and like, I don't know, maybe on a Discord or something, that would be fun. So I really enjoyed that. Um, I got to Freezington and I'm talking to the legendary Pokemon to try to get his, uh, his horse back. And I had to find the fields where the carrots I needed to be planted. I didn't realize like, hey. If you plant the carrot here, it's going to be one type. But if you plant the carrot here, it's going to be another type. I didn't realize that. So it took a while for me to find out which one I wanted. Um, my personal opinion, both designs are ugly. I saw the ghost version first. And I was like, uh, I don't want the ghost version because it's ugly. I want the ice version. Then I saw the ice version. And that one's ugly too. But whatever. My personal opinion. So I did that. And um, now I got to work. I got to find the reins of unity or something like that or whatever. So that's why I turned it off. I haven't done it yet. I don't really care for the story, but it's not no one's fault. Like it's not game freaks fault. It's not Nintendo's fault. Creatures Inc. It's none of their fault. It's just a simple fact that that's not what I'm here for. You know what I mean? I'm, I never play Pokemon for plot. I can't besides uh, the Johto and the Kanto games. I can't really lay out the plot of the games because I, I don't pay attention to them. I mean, I remember um, the Hoenn stories. But, like, I can't tell you what Diamond and Pearl is about. I damn sure can't tell you what X and Y is about or anything in between. It's like, I just want to catch Pokemon and, and uh, beat gyms. I, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't care about the story. So, the fact that I'm forcibly being sucked, Pauls, into everything with the legendary and trying to find his trusty steed and all that stuff is just like, I don't care. I just want to explore and catch Pokemon. So, I'm kind of, like, dragging through that. Um... But, you know, that's it's it's not bad. I'm pretty sure, like, 
there's people out there who will enjoy it. It's just I personally don't because I don't really like Pokemon stories. You know what I'm saying? But the area is fun. The area is huge. Like, they say it's around the same size as Isle of Armor, but I don't know. To me, it looks bigger. Pause. To me. But it looks fun. I still haven't explored everything because the story kind of has me on, like, one side of the island yet. So I didn't really get to go to the other side. I went to the other side by accident, but I didn't get to explore it. You know what I mean? But the island is huge. Um, I'm running into a lot of Pokemon that are already in the game. And I'm not going to lie. That's kind of, like, annoying. You know what I mean? I ran into Corviknights, Obama Snows, um, Dragapults, um, Snorlaxes, Kefairies, Kefables, um, Lanterns, you know. And it's just, like... I didn't cross, you know, I didn't come to the Crown Tundra to catch Pokemon that I've seen already. You know what I mean? And it was quite a few of those. Like, I'm to the point now, I'm seeing more Pokemon that's already in the game than the quote-unquote newer Pokemon. Uh, I should say returning Pokemon for, better, uh, for a better term, you know what I'm saying? But um, I don't like, I don't like that. But like I said, I'm not too far into the game, into the DLC yet. So maybe that there's more that I just haven't stumbled upon yet. But I don't want to spoil it for anybody because me personally, I didn't look ahead. Um, yesterday, my cousin texted me. He asked me, he's like, yo, well, what Pokemon are you looking forward to reuniting with? And I told him, I said, well, I purposely didn't want to look anything up because I wanted to be surprised. So I have no idea. Like earlier today, I looked in the water and like I said, no spoilers, but a certain Pokemon popped up. And I was like, oh, I didn't know Blank was in the game. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You know, so... That's fun. I'm very, uh, I'm looking forward to interacting with more of the older Pokemon, you know, because I know there's no brand, brand new Pokemon in there, but you guys get what I'm saying. I'm not there to run into Pokemon that I can run into on the other side of the game. You know what I mean? If you was in the main campaign or if you was in the Isle of Armor, I don't care that you're at the Tundra now. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for the newer Pokemon, but um, I can't wait to dive back in. More than likely, I'm going to play again after we're done uh, recording this episode. And, um, you know, down the line, I can give a, a better clear-through review after I beat the DLC on the Crown Tundra, you know? So, let's leave it here for now, and then when I complete the DLC, we'll bring it back. All right, all right. Welcome back, guys. Hopefully, you guys had fun. Did you have fun taking them on this quest? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I talked about some likes and some dislikes, but... I was more positive than I normally am. Oh, good. That's very good. But um, I I think I was fair. I think I was fair. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this very game-friendly, gamer-friendly episode. It was a lot of, um, you know, we covered a lot of the tropes in gaming. And then our side quest was about a current game. So a lot of a lot of gaming <laughs> look man we do it we do it that we do We're about that gaming life Nothing just as much to do it right just as much as our anime life too perfect balance yeah yeah but um i just want to mention too uh if there's some tropes that we forgot which i feel like we did yeah you know hit us up let us know you know if you guys got any um any tropes that uh we unfortunately skipped on hit us up on the socials be like Oh, and what about, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. just off the top of the head, I could think of at least three that we didn't say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, we can't put them all in our little game, but they're in almost every game ever. So <laughs> you, you'll, you'll find them. You'll know what we're talking about. And you can think of one that's probably in 10, 15, 20 different games. 
Right. Like, our game only has two developers. <laughs> so <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> our game's only an hour long. Yeah, right. Well, 40 minutes long. Right. So <laughs> cut us some slack. <laughs> right. Now, um, where do you think they can go to leave these tropes at? Oh, Oh, that's easy, because you know what you got to do, right? Got to hit him with the social vines. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. At Love Nerds Pod. And you can find us on Instagram. At Love Nerds Pod. And you can like the page on Facebook. Love Nerds. And hit us up. <laughs> still gross every single week. <laughs> <laughs> but we still love and appreciate you guys every single week. Absolutely. Absolutely. We do it for you guys, and you guys do it for us. Facts. Hello facts man um we get signs day ins and day outs that we're doing what we're supposed to do in life yeah and i as much as we're feeling led to do so you know we just hope to keep putting out stuff that you guys love hearing and that it will attract more people that you guys you know can relate to as well let's build up this little love nerds family right tell your friends because normally nerds stick together right normally you know now the level of nerding may be completely different from one from uh, one another. Mm-hmm. But overall, like we, you know what I mean? We don't need got each other's back. So if you like the pod, if you feel in the pod, I'm pretty sure you got a friend that's feeling the pod. Well, that would fill the pod. Right, yeah. Because y'all should be in, you know what I mean? Y- y- y'all should be into the same stuff. <laughs> y'all are friends. Yeah, and we talk about a lot of content that would be um, beginner friendly, somebody who may not have seen an anime and would like to get a recommendation or someone who hasn't gamed that much or um hasn't played any of the games we may have talked about we give a good um review we give a good we talk about those things you know in a way in a way that's entertaining and could be appealing so and you're dealing with people who are um excuse me who have areas where we're both strengthening in and progressing in right so you know there's another there's something for everyone here Right, right. Thank you, man. Thank you. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys, and we will check y'all next week. Same time, same place. You know the vibes. (laughs) And on that note, we're out of here. Love is love always. Always.